Hi, I'm Lori Pickens, a photographer and photo educator. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in their own businesses. As a mom to three kiddos, I know how hard it can be to juggle all the demands of life. But I also know that it's possible to have a successful business and a happy family. And that's why I created Photo Goals, a podcast for creative business owners who want to learn tangible steps to automate their business through workflows, systems, tools, and strategy in order to go from scattered to streamlined with purpose. On each episode, I'll share simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use. No fluff, just the good stuff. I can't wait to help you achieve your photography goals. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to Photo Goals. Today, we're going to be talking about something that probably no one likes, but we all have to live with and have to deal with, tax time. I know if you're like me, at this time of year, you're getting all your stuff compiled from last year. You're finalizing all of the sales orders and expenses and mileage and getting it all ready for your accountant or whoever it is that does your taxes. I should probably start out the episode by saying that I am not a tax professional, And anything regarding legal or official business, you should contact someone who is an expert in your state. I do have an accountant do my taxes each year. So these are more helpful tips that I've learned in my 14 years as a photographer and business owner. And just things that I found that help me throughout the year to start off on the right foot or to make the end of the year easier. So... These are practical tips and insights specifically tailored for photographers and other small business owners. The first tip is to make it easier on yourself by tracking things throughout the year. Don't wait until the end of the year and have to go through a pile of receipts or, you know, try and figure up how many times you drove to this location or anything like that. Start off the year by putting a system in place that allows you to track that as you go. I promise, I promise the time up front will be worth it. It will be easier for you in the long run. So first we'll talk about tracking expenses and deductions. Common deductions for photographers are things like equipment, software, travel, marketing, home office costs, all of those types of things. The first tip that I have is to use your CRM to make it easier for tax tracking. I know I use Pixify, but I think most good CRMs offer this capability and where you can actually set expense categories. Like you can set them up as far as what you want the categories to be listed as. And what I like to do is the Schedule C, that is what most photographers file at the end of the year for their taxes or for their business. I actually like to make my expense categories in my CRM match or closely align with that Schedule C. So these are things like advertising and marketing, business taxes, fees, licenses, memberships, and subscriptions. So from the Schedule C, there's advertising, deductible advertising. This is if you run Google ads, if you run social media ads, if you pay for a ad in the football, local high school football magazine or a billboard or something like that. Contract labor, if you outsource your editing, if you have VAs, if you have a second shooter, anything that is a person that you're hiring to help with your business. Depreciated assets, again, if you have anything that you're 
a large financial purchase. So mm-hmm. you're getting a new camera, you're getting a new laptop. I think there's a, a dollar number, you know, like $3,000 or something like that, that will qualify whether it can be just a, you know, supplies versus a depreciated asset. Legal and professional services. So if you pay a tax accountant, I know I like to even on my categories, I will put in parentheses, like what it means to me. So like commissions and fees. And then I put out in the, in the, in parentheses, PayPal and credit card fees. So I know every month when the things come in, that's what I'm looking for is like, okay, where are my PayPal fees? Where are my Stripe fees going to go to? But when I run my profit and loss pay statement, out of PixFi at the end of the month, it also has that other term that's going to make sense to my accountant when I send the report to her at the end of the year. So cost of goods sold. I put lab fees. Like I put, this is how much it costs me to send it to White House Custom Color. Or, and it just, it's nice because I know what they're supposed to go into. And then it also works in a term that makes sense to my accountant at the end of the year. So, the ways that I have found to make it easier on yourself throughout the year is one, set up a checking savings account that is dedicated just for your business. Don't mix your personal money with your business money. It's just easier. There's so many banks that have free checking accounts. Go find one. Go find one that works for you. That I know I like one that has a good online system, a good phone, a app. <clears throat> but most of them will offer a free checking account. I actually have several. I follow Profit First, which probably would be a good podcast episode in itself. But basically on the 10th and 25th of every month, I look at my numbers. I import expenses and payments and kind of do a quick check. And again, if you're doing this every two weeks, it's not going to take a long time. You know, it's less than a half an hour for me to kind of baseline on the 10th, 25th of every month. So I mentioned that I have multiple checking accounts. So I have two that are basically cash in, cash out. So I have one checking account that all deposits go to. So my Stripe automatically goes to, if I move money from PayPal, it goes to that one. So they're all incoming payments. Any of my online places, like if you do affiliate marketing or if you teach somewhere or anything that's going to automatically pay you, I have it go into that account. And then I have one that I call photography expenses. And this is anything that I pay out of. So I pay my virtual assistant out of that account. I usually pay my credit card out of that account. So it's all expenses that are coming out. I also recommend having separate bank accounts for taxes. Set aside one for sales tax. Again, every month I move whatever was sales tax for that month to this account. And again, like I have all of this in one online bank. So I can go in and move money between them on the 10th and the 25th as needed. So again, check your local state for what their rules are on sales tax. I know some states, it's only on tangible goods. Like if you're selling a canvas or you're selling an album. But there are a lot of states, including mine now, that charge on services. So even my session fee has at a sales tax due to it. We're also kind of weird because I live on the border of West Virginia and Ohio. So technically, you know, I shoot a lot of weddings in Ohio 
So if the person lives in Ohio and the wedding's happening in Ohio, do you still charge sales tax for West Virginia, even though... So again, check your state. If, if any of those weird scenarios apply to you, if there's anything you're unsure about, call and ask. If you have an accountant that's doing your taxes, most of the time they'll answer questions like that for you out of tax season. Don't wait until March to ask them. Don't wait until April to ask them these questions. Like find out ahead of time what you should be doing and what rules you should be following. So I have one for sales attack, sales tax, and then I have one for end of the year, income, that kind of tax. The most people's rule of thumb is to set aside a third of what you make as profit into that account so that you have it at the end of the year. So that's four accounts. One for incoming payments, one for expenses, one for sales tax, and one for end of the year income tax. The other big thing that I think makes it easy is I have a business credit card just for my business expenses. There's lots of them out there that have really good rewards and have like cash back, you know, 3% on any purchases or some of them, you know, if you're a person that likes travel, there are some that are good for things like that. So do a little research up front and find one that meets your business needs. I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey and, you know, some of their financial peace university kind of things. But one thing that I do that they don't do is I, we use credit cards for everything. We make sure that every month you're paying off that credit card. If you cannot pay off whatever it is that you're putting on that credit card, I would suggest that you wait until you have saved up enough to do so. I mean, obviously there are times that you're going to have to do business loans or there's important things that you're invested in. And that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about oh, I want to buy this new maternity gown, or I want to buy these newborn props, and you know things like that, that maybe if you don't have the current income to handle those things, maybe they should wait for later. But again, that's totally up to you and how you want to run your business and how comfortable you are with debt and things like that. But the point of the credit card is that you're easy tracking. I can go back and show you exactly what was purchased for my business, mostly through the credit card statement. So if I travel to a conference, if I go to ClickAway, if I go to a, a photography workshop, I'm going to use that credit card for everything the whole week or the whole weekend. So if I buy a Cinnabon at the airport, I'm going to use that credit card because those food and travel expenses are related to my trip. And the same thing, if you meet a bride and groom for coffee at a coffee shop to talk about things, you know, it's a potential console and you buy their coffee or something like that. You want to use that credit card specifically for that. And again, I don't use it for anything else other than that. And what makes this so nice is on the 10th and 25th of every month, I download that credit card statement or the credit card activity, and I upload it to my CRM. So, and the same thing with my checking accounts. You know, I can download activity for the month and upload it and Pixify makes it really easy that you can import expenses and you can import most payments. Pixify ties into like PickTime and to other things like that, where if they're paying an invoice that's sent from Pixify, obviously it already records that payment. So I really don't have to record those, but credit card statements and the expenses, which is what's nice about having payments and expenses separately, is I know that everything basically on that activity is an expense. And it just, it makes it so you don't have to remember, hey, I bought that coffee or, 
hey, I ordered this maternity dress. Like it's all on that same credit card. And I put all of my reoccurring, you know, Adobe goes to that credit card. Any of your monthly subscriptions that you pay for, you know, your CRM, your website, have those all be deducted from your business credit card or your business account if you prefer to have a, a debit that way. But that way you're not tracking them. You're simply going in and looking at your credit card statement and the whole list is there for you. And by doing this each month, you're also setting a really good estimated budget for yourself. Like you know which subscriptions or which monthly payments that you have every single month. And you know, you can look at categories of, hey, this is this is approximately how much I'm spending every month just on the things I require to run my business. You know, there are some of them that I do that you get a discount if you pay the year in advance. Like pick time every year at, at, on Black Friday, I usually pay for the year. Show it is the same way. I pay for show it by the year because you get a discount as opposed to the monthly payment. So some of those things you may have to factor in. Okay, I pay for this every November and I need to divide that by 12 when I'm setting my budget or setting my plan for the month as far as what's my goal of how many sessions do I need to cover just my cost of doing business. Okay, so the next big one is mileage. Pixify, which again is my CRM, allows you to track mileage. There are apps that you can get for your phone, like I think it's Mile IQ or MileQ, that basically every time you're going somewhere in your car, I think you push a button and it basically tracks that trip at the end of the year. Most of mine, I have, so Pixby has something called events. And basically every client session is an event. So I have kind of just in the SOPs for my virtual assistant is at the end of, you know, when she does these things on the 10th, the 25th of the month, she looks and says, okay, for every event, it needs to have a location and then mileage. So even if that's my studio, even if it's literally outside my house and I didn't drive to it, I'm still going to list my studio as the location and then put mileage zero so that I know there's nothing missed. That I can go back through the list of events at the end of the year and say, hey, these all have a location. They all have a mileage, even if that mileage is zero. If you're another good thing with only using your business credit card is I know anytime there's a place on that credit card, my VA knows to record mileage for that. So one of our SOPs is every time there's a charge for USPS, record 10 miles. So that's approximately how far it is from my house to our local post office. So if I'm mailing a USB to my wedding clients or if I'm sim you know, mailing film in, it's just a good, easy rule of thumb that every time USPS is there, you knew that I drove to the post office. We, we also have a farm, and so I track things for our farm business, too. So every time my husband, like, he doesn't tell me when he goes to Wells or Home Depot or, you know, the side-by-side -side place. But I know every time there's a charge for Lowe's or Home Depot, I can chart, I can write down mileage from our house to Home Depot and back. So it's just an easy, those are the ones that I don't have to keep track of. And then... After events and after basically things that I've gone and purchased, there's there's not as many that you have to keep track of that I have to think, oh, I went and locations got this on my way home kind of thing. Or 
places that you drive to that don't equate to either relating to a specific climate or a specific charge. I know I photograph a school every year and it's one of the pick time does all of my deliveries at this point, you know, like they order online and the, the albums and canvases are shipped directly to the client. But the school that I do, we do still do print orders and I bundle them up into, you know, the little folders and I take them to the school. So that's one that I know every year that I have mileage driving to and from the school. So a lot of times I actually even, I will text the principal or the director of the school when I'm on my way and when I get there and things like that. So I have kind of a record there of, oh, this is the date that I went because I texted her and told her I was on my way. So I know I'm <laughs> probably sounds silly, but I'm a person that text messages myself a lot. So if there's things that I want to remember, which is one thing I love about Apple is that, you know, I can text every white bone and when I get home, it's on my laptop as a message of, hey, you still need to do this. But there's other ways that you could do it. If you have a notes phone app, like I, I love the notes app on my phone. And sometimes I'll just jot down things there. So even if it's not a formal, you're not putting in the CRM when it's happening, but you're like, hey, I drove to the flower shop and picked up flowers today so I could photograph those or use them for a, a prop or something like that later. Just make a note of it so that you can go back. But again, this is the big thing is to keep up on it. Be diligent about not ever getting too far behind. So for me, on the 10th and 25th, I would go into that notes app and grab everything out and make sure that it gets put in. If these are things that you really just dread doing or you don't feel it's a skill set or maybe just that you don't have time to do them, look into hiring a VA. There's a lot of great bookkeepers that you can get or even just an assistant that you can train of. I know with, with mine, I'll make a little video of how I did it, how I put it in. And a lot of it's repeatable. So at this point, she knows USPS charge means this. She knows show it is a subscription. Adobe is a subscription. My online business manager is contract labor. There are a lot of those things that are going to be re reoccurring for you throughout the year. And if you define all of those things as a system, it just it takes the brain power out of it. And I mean, I know if you're like me, we're a mom and we're we have all the things going on and there's no extra brain power for keeping track of all those things in your head. And I promise it will reduce your stress, reduce your mental load to know that those things are in place and that you're keeping track of them. And that come January or come April, you're not going to be swamped with trying to remember all the things that you meant to do or that you should have done or that you're overlooking. The next piece of advice is to use the online digital world and capabilities that are available to us to your advantage. I know a lot of places that I go to will give you the option of, do you want a printed receipt, an emailed receipt, or both? Oftentimes I will pick both, but I always try to at least pick the email. And then I have that email set to my photography. Again, a lot of times it's tied to your credit card. So I know when I use that credit card at store or add some more that it's tied to my photography email. And so say, for example, I go to USPS to mail something. It's going to give me the, the paper copy and it's also going to email me one. Although I have the credit card statement, I have the entry in my CRM. If you were ever opposite, it's nice to have those receipts and have, you know, this 
digital record that you're not even having to create. You're not having to scan it or you don't have to do anything specific for it. You can just export it as a PDF or even just save it in your email. And then if you were on a Zoom, you need to pull them all up, then you go into that and you search in Google for whatever that category is, and it'll have all those there. So a lot of times what I like to do is I take, I have a folder. If I have any receipts, as soon as I get home, I put them in that. If it's something important that I do want to remember, a lot of times I'll take a picture with my phone and I will Dropbox it. And I have a, the same thing. So everything that's in that paper folder is also in a Dropbox folder called 2023 taxes. And all I do is from my phone, you know, the little box with the arrow to, to share or to send or whatever. And I push that and I move it to Dropbox so that at the end of the year, everything is there. Again, I'm assuming my effective account is probably just going to look at the CRM and the profit and loss statement that groups everything by category for her. But if she had any questions of, oh, well, you know, you paid your editor. Is that really contract labor or is that cost of goods sold because it's part of the final product? So there are things like that that maybe I had questions about that I wasn't sure which category made sense and I can put them there. And I have the record there that she can go back to. So most places, I like I, I know I met a, a local photographer friend the other day. We swapped head swap, headshots and we met at a local coffee shop. And so I bought a green tea while I was there. And when I got home, the, the email, like they didn't even... I don't remember it even asking me on the screen which one it did, but it just automatically sent me an email saying, here, here was your receipt from that specific trip. So again, it helps you because you have the mileage that I drove to and from the coffee shop. And then it also has this receipt for specifically that that trip was different than any other trip that, you know, maybe you went through Starbucks. This one, I know I used this credit card. So it was for something photography related. So, I hope that this helps. I hope this maybe takes some of the stress and anxiety of her taxes. I know some of this may not help for last year's taxes, but I do think as you're going through your taxes this year, make some mental notes of what worked, what didn't work, what you wish you had done. What are you going to do now for this coming year to set yourself up for success at this time next year? So the things that I do that will help Use a separate checking account or multiple ones. Set aside money for taxes. Move it each month. Even if I know our local sales tax doesn't require you to pay out sales tax every, they change it all the time. Sometimes I have to pay per year. Sometimes I have to pay per month. Sometimes I have to pay per quarter. So regardless of whatever their decision is, I'm moving that money every month so that I know it's in this other account, and as far as I'm concerned, that's no longer my money. I can't use it. I can't spend it. It's gone. Whether or not it's still sitting in an account that I own, or I've actually sent it to the state sales department, it's it's out of sight, out of mind. Use a credit card that will help with your tracking, help with your accountability. Keep up with it. As set a time on your calendar. Say this is again. I do probably first, September 10th to 25th is what works for me. And my virtual assistant knows, hey, if she hasn't sent me this by the 11th, she's going to ask me. She's And, and that's what I kind of like as, as the assistant accountability is. I've told her, like, make me feel guilty if I have not sent this to you by the 11th. 
because I want you to say, I can't do my job until you've done your job. And it's just kind of, you know, you can build those things in. Maybe you have a business buddy that you say, every every month, we're going to check in at the end of the month and say, have you caught up your CRM? Have you caught up your expenses? Have you caught up your mileage? And and find somebody who will give you grace in, in seasons where you need it, but will hold you accountable for the times that you want accountability. So either use an app, use notes, use whatever you need to track your mileage throughout the year, because I promise that's one that you will forget the places that you went and the things that you did. It's just, it's an easy one to forget. Oh, I drove over to that field to see where the sun sets. Oh, I took these pictures to the client on my way home kind of thing. There are so many of those things that are easy and, and you're allowed to count those. You're allowed to count those things and you just have to make it a priority to make sure that you're keeping track of those. So, Again, it is important to consult a tax professional for personalized advice and ensure that you comply with all tax regulations. These are all things that I have learned and have established for myself, but it is beneficial to get legal advice and official guidance on what you need to do, especially for things like home office deductions, travel expenses. So I had home office, but I also work from home for my government job. So there's I can't just write off this amount of space. Some people have a phone, a cell phone that they use just for clients. Obviously, I use my personal cell phone, so the fraction of time that could be used for, hey, I also make business calls on this. There's, It's, it's a gray area that I don't want to be a part of, that I would rather err on the side of caution. But if those things are important to you, it's, it's best to explain your actual situation to a person who can give you a final and definitive answer than to count things or not count things and possibly even set on opportunities and benefits that you're due because you're unsure. So keep detailed records of all your income and expenses throughout the year, track your mileage for driven for business purposes, and consult a professional accountant or IRS website for any of the other tax regulations rules. I hope today's episode has been helpful and you can walk away with some tips and ideas for how maybe you could improve your own systems and do your future you a a favor and set yourself up for success as the following year comes. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Boda Goals. If you enjoyed this content, it would mean the world to me if you left a review or send this to your business bestie. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. And as always, check out the show notes for links to all my resources and info. And as I tell my kids every day, be kind and make good choices. Thanks for listening to Biden Reader Review.